Whoever is bitten by 8-bitted lives becomes a gamer himself. It's time to get bit by 8-bit. Stop it! You're acting like a child! Bit by 8-bit. One of them now. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the BXAP Podcast. I'm your host, Jay. And this is Will Donations. It's Chops. <laughs> Old Prospector Chops here. <laughs> Just mining for gold. Slinging them gold. Gold game cartridges, the size of your fist. <laughs> gold nuggets. <laughs> Welcome to episode 102 of the BXAP Podcast, guys. Brought to you by our lovely sponsor, Troy Beer Collective. <laughs> if your facial hair is as valuable as gold, you should be treating it like a king by buying Detroit Beer Collective products. They've got your beard balms, your mustache wax, your beard elixirs, your awesome custom metal and wood combs, everything to keep your face gold fresh and shiny. Go to DetroitBeerCollective.com at checkout. When you spend $25 or more, use the offer code BXAB to get 20% off. Check out DetroitBeerCollective.com now. Thank you, Detroit Beer Collective. I like how you led into that one with the, with the gold. That was, Did you that like was, that? That was money. That was a good segue? Yeah, that good. was good. Thank you. <laughs> if you like gold controllers that are extremely heavy, don't go to Cinch Gaming. Oh, God. Gold <laughs> controller? It would just, like, heat up in your hands and eventually, like, crush because it's so soft. Mm, yeah, gooey. Gooey gold. Gooey gold. Anyways, guys, if you're looking for pro gaming controllers so that you can up your ga- your gaming skill so you can be faster, quicker, more responsive in those first-person shooters and other types of games... Check out cinchgaming.com. They have some really cool stuff going on for PS4, Xbox One controllers. Use the code BXAB at checkout, and you're going to save 5% on your order. I use them. Uh, Chris Cable 2KX uses them. Jazz uses them. We love these controllers. They are phenomenal. Check them out. Pro buttons on the back. Can't go wrong with Cinch Gaming. All right. Guys, episode 102. It's 102, which means one thing. Go to the BXAP forum and talk to us, because why not? You should do it anyways, right? So go to BXAP.com, head over to the forum. We are talking about all sorts of things like what's the best video game movie and uh, why does Chop suck so much at everything he does. There's a lot of factors. That one was started by Jazzy, so really it's just like it's just Yeah, it's not even real. It's hate. Just yeah, hate. it's just Jazzy trying to shift gears and pure hate. Yeah, but you know it's there. So if someone wants to talk about it, they can, or point out that Jazzy's the worst. They right. can, right? As, as they should. Yeah. But check it out, guys, and don't forget, we have an Etsy store now. That's right. Head over to Etsy, search BXAB Gaming. That's where you're gonna be able to find some cool T-shirts, some vintage video games, and uh, really you know, anything else that we're posting there, uh, as well as our own store locally on the website at bxab.com. There you go. Nice, sweet. Nice, hey, sweet, indeed. Did you know that in February 2006, Nintendo Power had its 200th issue released? And in it, they did their top 200 games. You know what came in at 102nd? No. Want to guess? I would like to guess. Island Adventure. No. A hundred, the 102nd best Nintendo game of all time. Adventure Island. I am going to say, <laughs> is it just NES or is it all across all it Nintendo is platforms? all the way up to, it seems, it came out in 2006 with GameCube. Oh. Okay. So the issue, we, the issue was up, in 2006. It's a, number 102. I'm going to say. Do you want me to tell you what's around it? Yeah. Yeah. Please. At 101 was Eternal Darkness, Sanity's Requiem for the GameCube. 
at should I spoil what 103 is? I mean, unless you're gonna keep going with this. I mean, it's going up, so it's getting worse. That might be kind of games. a cool thing. Okay. All right, I'm gonna go uh, F zero X. It's G for no F zero X. Oh, you going for sixty four for N sixty four? Okay, hundred second best Nintendo game of all time. <sighs> Even so though I think it's higher on the list, but that's my guess. By Eternal Darkness. So the answer clearly is Final Fantasy three for the Super Nintendo. Ooh, you guys are nowhere near this. <laughs> it is for the SNES. I was I was near it. I got the system at least half point. I don't care. Anyways. <laughs> 1996, Tetris Attack. Tetris Attack? That's pretty poor. That's pretty poor to even be in the top 200. Yeah, I was going to say, it needs to be in the top 500. It's from Nintendo Power, who no longer exists, so... I had a Nintendo Power subscription. Me too. I love Nintendo Power. I I remember getting the special Game Boy Advance pre-release Nintendo Power magazine and just foaming at the mouth because I had all my, my pennies saved up to buy a Game Boy Advance on release day. And I just remember every day just reading through that issue again, getting hyped for the Game Boy Advance. Listen, if you wanted the most biased magazine oh, about Nintendo product, down. you just picked out a Nintendo Power and you down. felt good about everything that you bought. I'll tell you some games that did beat that, though. Mario Party. Eh. Um, you know how we feel about Wario that. WarioWare, which... I mean, that's okay. Mm-hmm, sure. Touched. Sorry. WarioWare Touched for the DS. DS. Which was a launch title, I think. Yep. yep. Yeah, that, that actually, I played a lot of that game. Star Fox for the SNES. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil Zero. Mm-hmm. Earthbound is obviously better than that. F-Zero. I mean, there's a lot of games, obviously, 101 games. <laughs> Thanks. Out of it. Cool. <laughs> that was insightful, man. But do you know the number one is? Super Mario Brothers. Nope. Legend the number of one of best. Yeah, is it Ocarina? It is. Yeah. This is the dumbest list ever. <laughs> Number two, Resident Evil 4 for yep. the GameCube. I'm telling you, that gets higher marks than I think we realized. Oh, wait. It was number what? I almost four? bought it on Wii. Two was it days number ago. four on our last list that we did on the uh, Legend of Retro? I don't remember. I think it was. It was I will tell there. you, in the, top, in the top five, in the top ten, there are four Zelda games. That's, wow. a, that's a little egregious. Yeah. That's I'll called, tell you how many <laughs> Metroid games are in the top ten. Zero. One. Which one? Number 10. Number 10. Metroid Prime. It is Prime. Okay. I was going to say, it better be Prime. But it's all, besides Resident Evil, it's all Mario or Legend of Zelda games. Right. Jay. Yeah. How do you see so good when you're gaming? Oh, we're going to bring this up? Yeah, I think we should. Okay. See so like the NBC app? No, he know? always, his vision is so great while he's gaming. <laughs> Just him though, not us. We're peasants. Uh, it's because I can officially announce that I'm sponsored by Gunner Glasses. Woo! A.K.A. Gunner Optics on Twitter. You guys can check them out. They make specialized eyewear so that you can play games with less eye fatigue. Uh, your eyes don't dry out as fast. Things like that. Um, really cool. Well, I'm part of the Gamer Elite team. There's 20 of us. And, uh, yeah. So, you know, it's kind of cool. It's something I didn't see coming, but, uh... I'm having fun with it. I'm, you'll see. You can catch me on the streams on Twitch.tv backslash BXABGaming. Uh, I always weren't rocking my my Gunner glasses. Sometimes my special Gunner shirts they send me, and you know I've been wearing them for a couple of years now. I really like them, and I feel like they don't make me a better gamer, but they definitely help my eyes not uh, strain as much. Going not going blind is super important in this day and age. Kind of, yeah. If you yeah. want to keep gaming. 
well, not being that and else. if you want to be uh, you know an, an IT creator like myself uh, I kind of might need my eyeballs I've honestly thought Meh. about getting some for work because my eyes are starting to hurt sitting yeah. under those fluorescent lights I originally bought them for work and then I just started using them for everything else yeah might might be getting a pair we'll see yeah hey I, I like them you stare at a screen all day check out gunner uh, you won't be disappointed boom all right Chaps, what have you been playing? Lately, I've been playing a lot of Destiny. We tried the raid the other day, and it uh, went okay. We got pretty far up to the sisters, and then from there, it was just a wall. The sisters were a wall. Yeah. Um, yeah. An unbeatable wall. Yeah, but other than that, I played some Bro Force the other day, and I'm happy to say I unlocked some more bros. Ooh, who'd you get? I got the kiddo. Was is it Beatrice Kiddo from? Uh, Don't look at us. From, I, I haven't played um, Broforce. No, no, from Kill Bill. I have never seen Kill Bill either of them. Oh wow! There's two. There's two. There's, oh, I thought there was three. There's only two. Ah. I thought three was in the works for, but yeah, there's only two. Um, I got her, and then also from Death Proof, uh, the girl with the gr- the machine gun leg. Yeah. Oh yeah. I got her, which is she's useless because she just you shoot and she goes up. Because you can only shoot down. That's really? Pretty, that's yeah, pretty that's useless. all it is. It's shoot down, and then her specials are grenade launcher, which shoots down. Oh, my God. So it's very difficult. That's funny. Um, and then I got another, like, uh, Chuck Norris one, I think. But Chuck Norris does deserve to have two bros. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, I think it's him. It's a red-headed, bearded guy in, like, armor, almost, like, uh, like body armor that shoots grenade launchers. It's Ooh. just a grenade launcher. Maybe it's me. Cool. It, could, it reminded me of you if you were looking like Ethan, snake. Um, but yeah, I've been playing Destiny, Bro Force, and that's about it. What about you, Ethan? I have been hitting the Destiny as well, uh, loving the the Prison of Elders, getting more exotic drops. So uh, I'm digging that. I, I got an exotic uh, sidearm the other day that uh, has electrical properties and it shoots really fast so it's arc uh, i'm excited to play a little bit i played a round of pvp with it and it's actually pretty successful and i've never taken a sidearm into pvp so uh excited to get into that uh, hopefully try to jump back in the raid i haven't played the raid at all since uh the update so hopefully i'll be able to hop in and do some raiding with you guys sometime soon uh but other than destiny my big game i've been uh, stuck in all week oh i have two i have two. First off castlevania dawn of sorrow I am still deep in Castlevania Donna Sorrow. Uh, I made it past a area that I've been stuck on for a long time. And then I ended up uh, getting to another boss battle that uh, was a bunch of, it's like a horde of bats you have to fight. Yeah, yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, and I played it, I tried playing it once. I go, this is really hard. I'm going to just explore the castle for a while <laughs> for fun because uh, that's part of the fun of playing like a Metroidvania style game. Now, the other game that I played that I'm pretty excited about is called Rockbot. Oh, you did On the play Android it. platform. You did play it. Been playing some Rockbot. Oh, man. And the, the Android app store is like the Wild West. It's like there's no laws there whatsoever. None. Open source. Completely. You can put anything up there and anything flies. So Rockbot is absolutely a basically pirated version of Mega Man that they sort of reworked and put up there. The sound effects, the visuals. Oh I mean, my god, the sound effects. The levels. I mean, it's Mega Man. It's Which Mega Man did Mega you Man guys say? Mega Man X. It was like the first level it, of it, Mega it, Man it X. It was the first level of Mega Man X, but in the style of original Mega Man. Yeah. yeah the background was Mega Man X, yeah. and, then the, and then, yeah, the style was original Mega Man. <laughs> yeah. So it's like they took parts from every Mega Man and spliced together and yep. then threw a different color pattern over Even it. Even the enemies looked like they were taken right from the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So if you want to have a good laugh, 
download Rockbot on the Android platform. Uh, it's worth a chuckle. So I played through a couple levels of that. And can I can I lay down for you guys what the boss robots are? Ooh, yes, yeah, please. Let's the okay. robot masters. Uh, ape. <laughs> Daisy, which is some sort of lady. <laughs> ape bot is obviously an ape. Is it ape bot or is it just ape? It's just ape. Uh, then we have, you know what, Chops? Actually, I want you to read the bosses. Okay. I'm going to hand my phone okay. over to you. I want you to, to give us a little rundown of these bosses. Okay, we've got ape. Daisy, who just looks like a nice short haircut blonde woman. Looks kind of like Rosalina from uh, Mario Galaxy. <laughs> Seahorse. <laughs> These are terrible. Mummy. <laughs> Mummy's my favorite one. You know that's it's the level I played. legitimately a mummy. <laughs> S- Spike. I don't know what his power could be because it looks nothing like his name. Dynamite, which just looks like a construction worker. <laughs> Techno, which looks like those, you know, those like uh, retro robots, metal robots that, that you see yeah. in like commercials that's what he looks like yeah like the little <laughs> robot toy and then the weirdest one okay the for me the weirdest one besides Daisy mage <laughs> <laughs> it's a purple collared mage in a yellow straw hat so let me let me get this right let me get this straight here <laughs> you decided to steal all of the mini the, the sub enemies the, the the hero the background the every, the sound effects, but then introduced your own bosses. Yeah, you basically looked at. I, I would say this person looked at a deck of Yu Gi Oh cards <laughs> and was like, "Oh, these could be these could be Mega Man." I mean, sorry, Rock. Uh, what was rock it? Bot. Rock Bot bosses. And he's purple and blue instead of like blue and white. Oh yeah. man, yeah, that's pretty amusing. But yeah, even when you die, the boom 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 is exactly the same. It's so so. I honestly played it just for the comedy of playing a ripoff Mega Man and being able to talk about it right here on the BXAP podcast. So that that was my week in gaming. <sighs> cool, man. Well, <laughs> I've been playing uh, Destiny, and uh, I've been really enjoying the update. The Prison of Elders is is very welcomed. Uh, I'm I'm having a lot of fun with it. The uh, challenge of the elders is a lot of fun. Uh, level 41 is cool. You know, it's just like old school, but but t- touched up. But the level 42 stuff with the three rounds and the score, I'm having a lot of fun with that. Um, then I, uh, you know, we played the raid. We got stuck in the raid. Uh, it's the first time. Really, it's actually our first time really playing. It was playing, the raid on hard, though, you guys. Yeah, heroic. Playing. Heroic raid. And I know uh, Chops has played through it, but not a, nobody else has actually played heroic uh, besides Chops and myself. And I never finished it. You had, mm-hmm. so you know, whatever. We're it's a learning curve. We're we're getting there. But um, other than that, I've been playing Axiom Verge, uh, which I'm, I'm loving. Big, just thoroughly great game. The soundtrack is so good. Every time I boot that game up, I just sit there in the start menu for like ten minutes, getting pumped up, and then I go play the game. <laughs> so yeah, I I love that game. Um, Got some early access in... Oh, sorry. Axiom Verge, the other cool thing I found out. Wasn't even paying attention. I bought the game a while back. I've been streaming it on Twitch on Tuesdays. And cool thing is, it's cross-buy. So I uh, started charging my Vita up and dusted it off. And now I'm playing Axiom Verge on the go. Because I actually what caused me to look, look up this uh, fact was it's coming to the Wii U. So I was like, oh, man, maybe it's coming to the 3DS, and mm-hmm. I can play it on the go. And I'm like, wait a minute. I wonder if this is a cross-buy game. And sure enough, it is. So I could have been doing this for a while. Oh, well. Nonetheless, playing it on my Vita gives me something, something to do with my Vita. But uh, 
Then I got some early access to Star Fox Zero. Oh. Uh, for the Wii U. And uh, if you know when you're listening to this, Nintendo's fucking weird, so you can already buy it because it came out last Friday. But um, it's not the return to Star Fox, guys. I, oh, really? Yeah, very sorry. I'm very surprised by this yeah. statement. Um, it's worse than you think. Oh, really? Yeah. The game really forces the motion controls of the Wii U. Oh, no. And it does it in a very piss-poor way that really destroys the game for me and just... I, Yeah. I thought I was going to buy it for sure just because it's a Star Fox game and I want to add it to the collection, but I'm probably going to wait until hopefully the price drops on it because I Once can't... Once the NX comes out. I can't justify buying this game at full price. It's that bad. It's just not enjoyable. And, you know, they, they packaged a secondary game with it. Um, oh, man. It's like Slippy's Missile Slippy, Command yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah, Slippy, yeah. And it's like a, like a tower defense type game in a way. Focus on the main game. Fuck Slippy. Yeah, I think this got like produced afterwards when they realized their game was a piece of shit. But quickly though, wasn't Captain Toad originally like side content and they brought its own game and Captain Toad was great. Captain Toad started in um, Super Mario 3D World or whatever it yeah. was. Um, and it was like a mini game within there. Yeah. And then yeah, it launched into its own game. And that was a Captain Toad was super fun. Yeah, but they had a solid original game. <laughs> That's also around it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good call. You know. Right. So, um, but yeah, unfortunately, you know, we got some early access to it, and I, I did not really, I did not enjoy it, which is a bummer to be a uh, you know a Nintendo IP that usually that's the stuff you look forward to out of their out of their Wii U, and this was a pretty big letdown. How does that make you feel about a Metroid game? Uh, what do you mean? Well, I mean, like where it would disappoint new, me? Like they made a new Star Fox game. Now, obviously, it's not including Federation Force because you denounced that as a. Uh, a thing currently. Um, yeah, until, until until you win the bet. Until I win the bet. But, <laughs> like, does um, that make you more worried about if they were to make a newer any, Metroid game? Anytime they announce a new Metroid game, I'd be extremely worried. Okay. Because it's my baby, and you're going to go and try something new with it, like Federation Forces, which really upset me. Uh, but if you were, like, saying, hey, here comes Prime 4, and Retro Studios is not going to do it, I'd be very worried because I'd be like, the first question I'd be like, then who's doing it? Because mm-hmm. no one else should get Retro Studios. But, you know, if you told me Prime 4 is coming, Retro Studios is on board, then I'd be less worried about it because, you know, they've already made three of them that were all pretty solid. Um, so, I don't know. Yeah. Anytime Nintendo touches something that I care about, right as of right now, mm-hmm. I'm worried because they haven't, they don't have a great track record as of recent. That's fair. But, uh, yeah. At, at the same time, please try. Please try making something with Metroid. I'd love that. When does Federation Force come out? I'm sorry, Metroid Prime, Prime Federation Force. <sighs> I think it's next it's month. It's next month. Yeah, it's in May. Yep. Okay. And for those of you that, that didn't catch the uh, the bet, uh, Chops and I have a bet going on right now that he believes I will like Federation Forces more than uh, Valkyrie Chronicles. Valkyria Chronicles, sorry. And uh, I'm okay with the first pronunciation. Yeah, I know. You hate it. But I've never played, obviously the new Metroid game or uh, Valkyria Chronicles. So the idea is if I agree with him and Metro- and, and the uh, Federation Forces is better, then I have to admit that the uh, Federation Forces is a legitimate IP f- into the Metroid uh, timeline. Yes, Metroid and- Prime, Federation Force. <laughs> no, pe- Federation Force. 
That's all it is right now. And then if if I enjoy Valkyria Chronicles better than Federation Force, then we will be on Twitch.tv for one hour, Chops and I, streaming Valkyria Chronicles with the controller in Chops' hand. And I'll, I'll be the moderator slash referee of this. So since I'll be playing Federation Force with Jay, and I'll be here while he's trying some Valkyria Chronicles, I'll know if he's BSing just to not have to proclaim Federation Force legitimate. I am extremely worried about this this because I've you never... You were very confident in the beginning that it wasn't going to be... Yeah, but then you told me Valkyria Chronicles is like a anime World War II... Real-time strategy. Real-time strategy. Yeah. Is it an RTS or is it a uh, RPG? Both. It's got elements of both. Oh. I think it's Gross. like... A... More RTS than real than <laughs> did RPG. You, did you play Codename Steam? No, because that didn't look good. <laughs> I think it's similar to that where you like make moves and then you tactically shoot. Kind oh, of dear thing. God. Yes, it is. Oh, dear God. I thought Codename Steam looked all right. I didn't play it. But yeah, you didn't play it for a reason. Because it was $40. Did you, Jay. If it, if it were 15 I may have played it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to keep my eye on the resale shop for it. If anything was 15 you'd play it. This is true. <laughs> I'm playing a free knockoff of Mega Man as we speak because it's free. <laughs> so... All right, and then um, I think that I think I think that's all I've been playing. Mm, yeah, the, the, oh, sorry, Mega Man Legacy. Been yeah. play, I've been playing Mega Man Legacy on the PS4. I've gone back to the PS4. I just can't play it on the 3DS. That makes sense. It's it just it's, it's not the same. It's so much different as far as uh, the the power of the PS4 helps that game a ton when it comes to the speed run yeah. aspect of the game. So uh, yeah, having fun with that. But that's what we've been playing, guys. So let us know what you've been playing at the BXAP forum at BXAP.com. So head over there, talk about games we're playing, or why Destiny sucks, why Destiny is the greatest, whatever you want to talk about. You want to raid with us? Talk yeah. about it with if us you on want, the phone. If, if you, you want to join a raid team, let us know. If you want to raid with us, let us know, um, and you have to be good. <laughs> the, the benchmark has to be, to be better than me, and Here's, I'm pretty yeah. terrible. Yeah. You have to go with Ethan on a strike, and if you survive better than him, you're in. Which shouldn't be hard to do. I'm pretty bad. True. This is, this is uh, true. Also, if you do POE with Cable and you die less than him, you're extra good. <laughs> and if you don't throw a grenade at the <laughs> boss and kill it when we say, don't do anything, let's wait for respawns of the bad guys, and then you throw a grenade, and I go, who killed him? And, and, Chris, and Chris goes... Oh, I uh, I threw a grenade at him. I didn't think it would kill him. There was no health left on his bar. What did you think it was going to do? In mind, you guys, for the for those of you that play Destiny, in the week that grenades are the way to kill everything because you get bonus damage, bonus points, bonus everything. <sighs> God, Jay's a little heated about that. Yeah, I I like rage quit. I was like, I was straight up like, I would I would have as well. Yeah, yep. It took me a day to cool off to talk to talk to Cable again. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. All right. Well, guys, it's that time. We need to move into some news. It's time to take a look at those gaming headlines here on Bit by 8-Bit. Hey, guys, it's Jazzy. You're back. No, I'm just kidding. He's not back. Don't worry. Jazzy, no wipe? <laughs> Jazzy, no wipes. Not back. Oh, man. Well, we will make the announcement that Jazzy is making a grand return next week, and uh, he will be hopefully taking over some of his duties so that we can, you know, stop, you know, get some of this off our shoulders and stop carrying the team. 
Get on our level, Jazzy. Come on. It hurts my back to carry all this weight. All right, so the news is up, and the first we're going to talk about is Drive Club VR gets a rating, which means, guess what, guys? Drive Club is not dead. It should be. <laughs> the studio that brought you Drive Club has been closed by Sony, but clearly they are not letting go of the IP. They're not going to let it die, and they are pushing forward with the VR edition that's going to be obviously exclusive for their PlayStation VR. So, uh, what are your thoughts on this game? I've played it. It's beautiful. But, but what do you think? Uh, do, do you think this is something like, are we going to see a lot of weird ports of games that already exist into a VR world? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I see that. I see that easily. I could see that, like, especially first-person views of things. Like, I, you could throw that into a VR headset pretty easy. I'm just wondering about the limitations of functionality am i just am i simply sitting inside of a car you know looking around the cockpit is that it oh uh, yeah i bet it's going to be a driving simulator almost you know yeah. you're going to be driving the cars you normally would but then yeah just turning your head that's it because i can tell you the one downfall that is that the the last view i ever use in a racing game is inside the cockpit <laughs> God, why would you <laughs> yeah why exactly. would you ever use that right it's like VR will come out and I'll play it once just to try it, and I'll be like, "Yeah, that's cool," and then I'll go third third player mode or whatever. Where I can see my car. What's even worse is the games where you don't get any sort of cockpit view or like inside the car, and it's just like straight up like if you were the hood ornament. Like, there's no front of the car, there's no nothing. <laughs> yeah. It's just like you're the hood ornament zooming through yeah, space. That is the worst. Yeah. Um, this game they they spent a ton of time. I mean, a ton of time in making these cars look the most authentic that they possibly can. Down to the fabric of the seats. Yes. So in VR, if I can, if you could actually move around, because they do have that mode in Drive Club where you can like walk around a car and interact with it. If I, if you if you actually put the put the time into this, where I can reach out and like open the door and things like that, interact with the car. That that might be kind like, of cool. Like touch the seats, move the steering wheel. Yeah, put your dick in the gas tank. Right, rub my dick basically you know, fuck, all fuck over the, the exhaust. Car. I want to know what it's like to put my sack on a Ferrari because right. I'm never going to be able to do it. Right. Well, without getting asked to leave the dealership. Right. Yeah. Exactly. In handcuffs. Again. <laughs> and then being forced to buy that Ferrari. <laughs> Again. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. So that. That's some news. This is, it's not going to do anything for the game. I, I highly doubt it. Other than if they did just a, ooh, gallery mode where you can look at the cars, and that was it. Like, yeah. okay, it, that's cool. It's not going to do anything else. I don't see any aspect of that where it's going to really increase the gameplay of, of this no. game. So, All right, moving on. Next up, we got some new announcements that the amount of content being added to Rocket League's update on April 27th has grown again with the inclusion of worms WMD items basically worms like worms Armageddon you know the little cartoon guys that we've all grown up with are going to be included in Rocket League they show some imagery of like uh, one of the one of the, like soldier worms hanging out of the car screaming as he's like going to kick the ball and instantly I was like yep I'm on board I like this <laughs> love worms who doesn't love worms is it going to add like new mechanics or is it just aesthetics and it's just aesthetics it looks like uh, some vehicles that are going to be tied more to the worms like uh, military ish style okay so it's just another let's you hope know. there's some sheep ones my yeah. she- the sheep was my favorite one in worms but this is dropping it'll be included with the uh, basketball update so I'm pretty pumped now, up to try that. Now this company update. is just 
doing everything right for this game. This 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 game it kind of seemed like a joke coming out of the gates, and it is now turning into this like world recognized experience. Oh, absolutely! Cyanix is doing a great job. Yeah. But also, let's not forget I I I, <laughs> I called out April twenty sixth. Not even thinking that that this updates today. Yeah. So when you're listening to this, if you want to go run around with some worms, you can do it today. So that's oh, pretty cool. Man, I was I was gonna play Destiny tonight. <laughs> no, you're no, not. No, I'm gonna be on Rocket League something hard tonight. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm excited too. If maybe you can, I'm wondering if you can, if the worms are gonna be kind of like, you know, how you could put hats and shit on your car. If I could put the worm, like, can I put a worm on my DeLorean? That's that's what I'm wondering. That'd be neat. Yeah. I hope that's that's sort of what I what I had in mind. Yeah. Hope. So let's see if that's. I mean, because the image they show, it's kind of the worm doesn't look like it belongs to that vehicle. So again, it looks like maybe it's an ex- separate accessory that you can attach to your vehicle. So we'll see. But pretty cool. Some more content for the uh, for the free update. Also, again, while we're talking Rocket League, I'm calling it out. In July, I believe you're going to be able to get DLC of the Ghostbusters Ecto-1. I'm just saying, that's my <laughs> prediction. I've been predicting that for a while now. And uh, wait, wait a couple months to see if they make the well, announcement. I mean, we went DeLorean, then we went Batmobile. So, I mean, like, if you're thinking of iconic on track, cars. They're coming out with Ecto Cooler. Yep. Ecto- oh, man. I mean, there's, there's, everything's going to be Ghostbusters themed soon. This summer will be the summer of diabetes for me. Because <laughs> I'm going to drink so I'm gonna drink Ecto Cooler till I die. Yeah. I'll be in a diabetic coma due to the Ecto Cooler. I can't wait for some Ecto Cooler. Man. Move over, Surge. We, you are so last <gasps> oh, year. We need to make Ecto-Cooler. an Ecto Cooler mixed drink. Let's do it. Oh, let's get super drunk on episode <laughs> yeah. with Ecto Cooler mixed mm-hmm. drinks. Yes. We'll have to start brainstorming. Done oh, I'm a, I already have ideas. You guys can also send in your recommendations for Ecto Cooler mixed drink at the BXAP forum. Let us know what we should make. If you can incorporate Jaeger into there, I will love you. If you could incorporate Jaeger into that, I will hate you. So who do you love more, Chops or me, <laughs> Ethan? I think it's me. Yeah, it's probably it's Chops. It's probably Chops. Even my own fiance loves you more than <laughs> on the show. She's like, Chops is my favorite member of BXAP. Like, that is hurtful. You're marrying me. I'm going to propose. I'm gonna break up the wedding during the ceremony. I know. I plan on her. you objecting. Uh, that's what I would She's do She's hoping I you. for it. <laughs> All right. Well, um, good thing Chops', Chops girlfriend doesn't listen to this show. <laughs> nope. In fact, I'll go tell her. I'll be like, listen, I'm going to go break up Ethan's wedding when it happens. <laughs> Don't be embarrassed. It'll be a show. Yeah. But I'm totally going to do it. You uh, can step out of the church at that time. <laughs> all right. Next up on the uh, news is a new first-person shooter from John Ramiro seeks crowd fu- crowdfunding on Kickstarter. All right. So. This is big news. Black Room gets announced. For those of you that have no idea who I just talked about, he is the co-creator of ID Software and Doom. And Quake and yeah. Wolfenstein <laughs> and your beginnings of every first-person shooter you've ever seen. Sex Quest. Yeah, how about we put it this way? He's basically your co-creator of, of, first-person, the, of first-person yeah. games, yeah. practically. Um, so yeah, he's a big deal. He's been kind of out of the picture for a while. He lives in uh, Ireland, mm-hmm. and the co-creator Adam, uh, I f- forgot his last name, slipped my mind. But uh, two it's of the them- same co-creator from uh, ID Software. Yes, and um, they both left ID Software a long time ago, and they've come back together to make this new game. Uh, they created a spoof video that was pretty amusing. It was basically the end of of the uh, Force Awakens, mm-hmm. where 
uh, you know, Ray delivers the lightsaber to Luke, except now it's Adam delivering a mouse and keyboard to John. And uh, it ends and basically says they're going to make an announcement. Well, yesterday they made an announcement, and that is that they're going to be releasing a new FPS black called Black Room. It looks to be very doomish as far as speed and intensity, but a really cool crafting mechanism where you're going to be able to uh, to build a, a lot of stuff around your weaponry. Yeah, so it's taking place in a virtual reality simulator. And it's it's basically these the society uh, is geared or hooked on these virtual reality environments, and after people use them, they have these side effects. And so you're trying to figure out what these side effects are by going into the world, and it happens to you. So you have like castles in Ireland that you're going to, medieval times, futuristic times, and but you're able to hack the system in a way that benefits the technology of the time that you're in. So it's a really cool, unique way to not be boxed into a style where they can just do whatever the fuck they want with this. And if it's going to be anything like Doom, it's going to be fast, it's going to be bloody, it's going to be awesome. Um, so I'm excited to see. They're asking for a lot of money. They're asking for $700,000. Yes. Which has me a little worried. Because I, I just, I don't know the scope of the game, so so when I get a better idea of how large this is, then I think with the money that they're going to raise, that that's fine. I just want to know what else. Where else are they getting the funds from? I mean, is it really in the grand scheme of things? Is it really a lot of money though? When you think about like, what does it cost to produce a current first-person shooter that's out there right now? Right. That's why I'm I mean, curious. Like, if it's a, if it's a Destiny style, like graphically, then that's barely anything. Right. But at the same time, how much money did did Mighty Number no. Nine generate? Generator, be, or was it? How much did it cost to make? I'm just saying, like, how much did they fundraise? They were, I don't they fundraised a lot. Yeah, they had to. Sh- yeah, so it's just, it's, I'm scared. I guess I'm just scared with these kinds of Kickstarters. Yeah. I mean, I guess I'm scared, but at the same time, you're talking about the two, you know two guys that formed a a, a I you know a company that still mm-hmm. exists to this day and created a game that will forever go down in history as one of the greatest things ever created. Yep. So. If two guys, if there's going to be two guys that are going to come back into the industry and try to do something again, and and they're asking for money, these guys are pretty solid. All right, so right now I have Mighty Number no. Nine's uh, three million eight hundred forty-five thousand one hundred seventy dollars, and that's with over sixty-seven thousand backers, so almost four million. And let me real quick get uh, Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, uh, the yeah your Castle yeah your Castlevania, uh, but. At the same time, though, like you said, would you are you a little worried? Yes, because you look at the creator of Mega Man, who started the funding for Mighty Number no. Nine, and they've run into a ton of production issues. That's caused what three delays now? Yeah, well, because of the things they keep adding. I mean, they they wanted to do so much with the game that, and then over different platforms, it causes problems. So, you know, the seven hundred thousand from them could turn into. Four million, you know. Well, because like example, I think right now this is a PC only release. But what happens? Like, are they going to set those stretch goals where they're like, well, we'll release a PS4 and an Xbox One version? And right, because that's of a it, lot of work. Yeah, to because of that. it, you, you you know you've you've stretched yourself too thin. Right. Coming from a developer, um, slipping my mind right now of what their what their developer name is, but it's it's their development. It's team. their development. It's a team. smaller group. Yeah. Based out of Ireland. Yeah. What so, do you got? Do you guys how? How much more? How much less? Do you guys guess that Bloodstained Ritual of the Night raised over Mighty Number Over or Under Mighty Number Nine? Oh, I would say about two million less. It's probably going to be over, but I'm going to go a million less. 
So just shy of four million for Mighty Number no. Nine, f- over five and a half million Holy for Bloodstained wow. Ritual of the Night, which is the spiritual successor to Castlevania. Which that's the one I'm excited about. Wow. You know, I could see the support because this is kind of like a. Not only do people love Castlevania, but it's also a stab at Konami, who mm-hmm. has been in been in you know the front window of like sucking dick, yeah. left and right. So <laughs> the front window of sucking dick, <laughs> yeah, man. They've been right there. They've been every move they've made has basically been like we suck and don't care about anyone. So give us your money, and so here you know here you go. Here's a chance to have a Castlevania game without supporting Konami. Yeah, I'd give them my money too. So all right, well. I was right. I thought it'd be over, but I didn't want. Wow. I'd always go Mega I'm Man. I'm surprised about that. Yeah, you know, I know Castlevania's got a big following, but I guess I didn't realize that that, that much support. All right, so um, we'll be looking forward to seeing some more about uh, about Black Room as as they develop some more stuff. But next up, the Electronic Sports League uh, has banned Team YP, a pro gaming team from Europe. Does anybody know what YP stands for? Uh, Yo Problem. Yo Problem, that's right. But it's not. What is it really? Oh, U-Porn. It is, that's right. Their sponsor is U-Porn, and they are called Team YP. Uh, And because of this, they've been a team since 2014. Oh, they've been around a couple years. Yes, okay. So they've had this sponsor for a couple years, and now they're banned. Because they're claiming, oh, well, it doesn't fit into our policies, because... It supports pornography, and our league simply strictly prohibits uh, drugs. What is it? Drugs, weapons, and pornography is what they stated. Um, you know, and then the the manager of the team came out and said, you know, this is bullshit because we are a, as he put it, uh, SFW safe for work team. <laughs> that doesn't mean shit. It's because you porn always puts that. You know, when they have when they have shit that's safe for work, they put you know, or when it's not safe for work, they put you know, NSFW mm-hmm. or whatever. So yeah, there he he goes. We're SFW team, so we shouldn't be penalized because our sponsor is you know a. a yeah, you should. You're por- the direct <laughs> reflection of your sponsor. Right. Exactly. Like you promote their product. Yeah. Yeah. The idea is when I wear a giant McDonald's arch behind my back, it's because I want you to go buy their goddamn burgers. Right. So if I'm wearing you porn all over myself, you need to go whack off. Yeah, right. listen, listen, buddy. You're not going to tell me where or how to bait. Yeah. Okay? And yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, of all the things to sponsor, for a gaming team is actually pretty clever from porn. Yeah, I'll give them that. Like, you're in hitting that in a shitty way. In a shitty way. You're hitting that teen market. Which is illegal. That's, that's, that's really confused about their body. It is illegal. It's really confused about their body. To children. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But they're not selling it to them. They're just suggesting it they to are. them. It I is, think that's the, I think found the same sh- as advertising yeah. cigarettes. <laughs> Out of video they games. Yeah, you're, trying, yeah. you're still trying to sell cigarettes to kids. You're trying to sell porn to kids. Oh, yeah. They found a shitty-ass loophole that they lived oh, in for two, ye- for two years, and they finally got you know shut down. They Finally, finally, the league found a way to shut them down without being like, okay, you, you porn's not going to sue the pants off of right. us. You know? So, um, you know, it is what it is. Like, you got two years I mean, out they're of not it. the only ones. If you're they're, good, they're cutting off yeah. a lot of teams that are sponsored by pornographic sites. Or, I guess, things that... that Go against their code of conduct or whatever. Yeah, this is the first ban, though. I think, yes, like, the know, first big over, major ban. over over something like a sponsor, yeah. like you know. But uh, yeah, it's a it's a video game league. If the league wants to be looked at as credible, it's something that children are interested well, and involved in. Would if, you if see you're, if you're running the video if you're running a video game league, you don't want 
a porn spot. Would no, you, you see? Don't. Would you see Team YP in the Big Ten? No, no, yeah, you wouldn't. Exactly. So, so they're not going to yeah. be able to sell their league. No, you're not going to having these shitty people. <laughs> Listen, on they're doing. They're you know allegedly going to start doing uh, sponsored ads on NBA jersey. Yeah. You're not going to see a, a you porn. NBA jersey. You LeBron's yeah. not going to be rocking that. There's no sensible league would put that in there. Yeah, and you have these people coming out of the woodwork being like, well, it's just so ridiculous because, you know, porn is so taboo. You got, it, it's a form of entertainment and blah. And, and it's like, listen, you call it whatever you want. It's never going to be mainstream where I'm going to chime, like you just said, I'm going to turn into, you know, TNT's basketball game and see you porn on the fucking court. Jeff Gordon's not driving the you porn He's car. He's not. He might, he might have Viagra on there. He might which, drive the yellow which pages. Which is for another reason, but, but still, like, well, yeah. I guess that's a good that's a good stipulation. Like, so you can't have a porn site, but you can have a drug that stimulates for sex. It's a prescription drug for adults. It's a little uh, bit different than a it, it, yeah, but I mean, you're advertising a prescription drug. What about condoms? Is there any sports teams Trojan. that are? Or, yeah, like yeah, that's sure, another thing. I'm sure Trojans on some sort of NASCAR somewhere. Yeah, I w- yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. By I, that. Would, I wouldn't be surprised you know? by that. But but again, it's like, different. Yes, I know. It's, it's, children it's, are know, buying yeah, condoms. I understand, <laughs> I understand that. They yeah. can log onto their computer yeah. and be on YouPorn within five seconds. Yes, yes I understand. Exactly. It's just it's it's funny to see that variety of things that are in that genre of products. Yeah. I think well, the it's, issue... it'd, be, it'd be like someone selling, you know, someone advertising tobacco pipes and then someone advertising crack pipes. Similar things, but at the end of the yeah. day, it's a little bit different. The other thing about, you know, like you porn, how dangerous it is, is that it's easily accessible for underage kids that aren't supposed to be even going there. Then they go see something. Then they go recreate it. They get in trouble by the law. And then they turn around and say, well, I saw it on you porn because I was watching a video game tournament. Well then, yeah, like, well then, what e-sports about esports? Doesn't want that on their hands, man. Then what about a vape company? <laughs> I don't think of. I don't think a vape company should be advertising in something. I don't think. Yeah, where they children can't. Are involved. Again, they can't, they can't because because it's a nicotine. But it's it's accessible to children uh, at Isn't an age. It? At an age. What what age? Vape eighteen. Vape. Are you sure? It's, yeah, I, you I, I thought it didn't about. have an age restriction. Yeah, no, vape vape has nicotine in it. It, it, it. I'm sorry. Like, I guess what I'm saying is like the the vape stuff that I know. Okay, the the vape kits that I see at Seven Eleven are kept with the cigarettes. Okay, and and your ID. I form. mean, but we do see it by now, from younger can, kids. Can you vape, which is just water vapor, and put a flavor in it and and be a be a total tool bag? Yes, you can. So then you could go online, buy yourself a little vape machine, buy some cherry, you know, cherry flavor, and just vape, you know, cherry vape. Now, how easy is it to get a hold of nicotine? We all know, you know, like, again, that's up to the kids and how resourceful they're going to be. Right. But uh, I still don't think you advertise that shit, you know, anywhere. That's why, you know, like the, like the vape spokesperson, even honestly, vape period does not have a ton of marketing because they, I think, it's are so too, sketchy what, so right now. It's just like cigarettes. You can't yeah. advertise cigarettes in certain avenues and vape, I think, has to follow those same laws. When, when I worked at a radio station, I was asked to run advertisements for e-cigarettes. And we determined that despite there not being legalities around like directly related to e-cigarettes the word cigarette is not supposed to be advertised on the radio so we decided not to do it and even um 
we were I had to be very cautious. I did write a vape commercial and I had to be very cautious with the wording I used and we had to send the whole ad to a lawyer in Washington DC to make sure that we weren't going to get sanctions put against us for running a commercial for vaping. So there is a wow. lot of regulation on that kind of stuff. I think it's why you've seen the word vaping become more prominent because e-cigarette was first. Well, yeah. And oh, it's yeah. the same thing. I think they realized that it, it marketing-wise you're, you're you're limiting yourself. Let's change it to vaping. You know, and uh, I don't know. Again, it, it just falls into that. You should not be targeting children to towards product or services that they have no business even looking at. Be a, be a whatever. So, porn, vaping, video games, a lot of tickets, a lot of yeah, gambling. All right, See video games, yeah. <laughs> M-rated video games, yeah. All right, our last story for for the show here, our news news segment is. Ooh. We have an announcement. <laughs> My pa- butthole is tingling with excitement. Should we let Ethan say it? Pax East, Pax East just went down. Uh, we had some some big sh- some big guns at Pax East. Excuse I, me, I need I to put thought, on my adult diaper. I put I, it on. I really thought uh, something big would come out of Pax East this year. I didn't think it would be this. But I'm pleasantly surprised. And Ethan, take it away. Why am are we all so excited about? This announcement. Barbie's Wild Horse Adventure 2 is coming to the PlayStation yes. Network. I'm so excited for this, guys. It is an the, MMORPG. This is probably as big as when they released Elder Scrolls, the MMO. Yeah. Online. This is going to be huge. It's going to be huge. You've got horses that you can uh, categorize as far as like breeds. You can breed them together. You can get different paint jobs. I know it's kind of weird to paint a horse, but you know you can customize. Them Max you level, like. you're getting a unicorn. Yeah. You can collect all twenty different varieties of ponies, and this yeah. is just before the first. You know, this expansion. is the initial launch. Yeah. And they the went DLCs out. DLCs aren't even released fully yet. They went out and they got Retro Studios to make this game. So everyone was like super bummed when. That's why they're not making. New Metroid, right, yeah, yeah, exactly. Everyone was super bummed when their when their uh, game got delayed, Recore, right? Which yeah. we were all excited about. Well, it turns out they put it on the back burner because they were going to push this up and have a Barbie's Wild Horse Adventure and two. This, this could well, very well, propel that game company further than most of the ones. I, you know, I could see Ubisoft going on trying yeah. to purchase them. Because I'm shocked with Retro Studios not partnering with Nintendo on this one. They're partnering yeah, with PlayStation. Yeah. That's big. Yeah, and I'm just super pumped to say Xbox that... Xbox missed out. Xbox missed out on getting that one. Yeah. As an I really can predict that this is probably going to be one of the most successful selling games of all time. Like, it's going to blow the door. I the numbers are insane. Well, I mean, with the next-gen graphics, the playability, the variety, and the online capability you have with it... it Mixed with it, your horses being able to vape... Yeah, va- I mean <laughs> the horses vape, yeah. which again seems inappropriate, have, but they're doing they, it. They have distinct personalities. You get gangster, you get Rastafarian horse, you get slow uh, Southern cooker horse, kind of like in the vein of Bobby Flay. <laughs> like you, you, you get, get lit out of your fucking mind, horse. You, you get yeah, you get stoner horse. You get spaced. My horse. favorite, my personal favorite, Sasquatch horse. Yep. Yeah, yep. yeah. You get the one that basically looks like a mountain lion. Okay, <laughs> you get zebra horse, which is actually a zebra, but they couldn't put zebras in it, so they called it a zebra horse. Yeah, because exactly. it's domesticated. I mean, yeah. yeah. But dead. I mean, needless to say, this game is probably going to create all sorts of waves in the gaming community, leading to some really great stuff. Uh, the last statement I had to make on this is, it's literally, it's going to change the face of gaming. I could see Halo, the next Halo game, taking a lot from this. Yeah, it'd be an improvement. Yep. All right, guys. Well, that's the news. <laughs> 
Borderlands 3. <laughs> <laughs> That's Four. right, folks. Four. No. Well, okay. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> so they, they announced it. Uh, you know, Gearbox made an announcement as Borderlands 3. Uh, and what, you know, Chops just said Borderlands 4. The, you know, they're not sure what the game's actually going to be called. It's a new main story Borderlands, uh, uh, you know, tentatively looking like it's going to be a sequel to Borderlands 2. They did say sequel. And they did say it might be called Borderlands 4 just to help with the confusion because they made the Borderlands the pre-sequel. It's, it's the actually last not to help out. with the confusion. It's, it, it said the, one of the artists stated that it might be called Borderlands 4. Just because it's what we do, we don't yeah. like like we don't care. Like yeah. just go with, just, in parentheses it says just go with it. Yeah. So yeah. So um, and this so uh, Borderlands the pre sequel was developed by Gearbox Australia. This one is by the main team at Gearbox. They're going all in for for the next Borderlands game. And did they say it's out of pre production? In the announcement, I believe. Yeah, they said it's going to be coming out late or mid to late 2017, early 2018. Yeah, we're And if ways. it's already out of pre-production, that means that they're just doing, like, they're just fine-tuning this bitch. Well, the artist that we're talking at, PAX East, said that they've been working on the art side of it for months. Yeah. So, uh, that you know, that's that's promising, meaning that they've, they've already put a lot of time into this. But uh, and, and and they slip. They did slip up and let out that the new characters, including the uh, mechanic that we all love and know from from Borderlands, uh, is it Skippy or Skip. Man, I forgot his name. Scooter. Like, Scooter. 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 Um, they're talking about uh, he has a son now. Ooh. Yeah, and there's gonna be a new character built in. But and then they they kind of went hush after that. But I don't I don't think they were supposed to get that far into Oops. it. My, my excitement level is really high. I've said multiple times on this show that Borderlands Two is one of my favorite games I've ever played in my life. I've never been more addicted on, on a long term than I was with with Borderlands Two. But playing it by myself, I'm really into Destiny. I love playing Destiny with you guys. But as soon as you guys aren't online, I'm less interested in Destiny. But Borderlands Two, I was playing alone in my apartment for months. Yeah, exactly. It's a fun game with friends. It's a great co-op game, but at the same time, very enjoyable as a solo game, too. Uh, another cool announcement that they made at PAX East was that uh, Gearbox Software, presenta- during their presentation, they the developer announced Borderlands 3 Secrets will be hidden as Easter eggs in Battleborn DLC. So... Uh, Battleborn, which we've we've talked about in past episodes, a MOBA slash first person shooter ish weird game that Gearbox has made. That's been okay. It's okay. I, we played the beta, and the more we played it, the more we enjoyed it. The humor is there. The humor, the Borderlands humor, is definitely there. If you, so, being able to pick up some DLC and have and, and search for those Easter eggs actually kind of interests me. I'm actually kind of like. Okay, Gearbox, you might have pulled at the right string there. This is perfect planning by them, by the way. Yeah. Like, they went hardcore Battleborn, and I didn't expect them to announce a, a Borderlands 3. This quickly. This quickly. Yeah. And it's, and it's perfect because they're building on the hype of their own game. Like, like, some companies do that in ways, but with Gearbox specifically... They're very particular. Like they're very well trained advertisers, I think. And and to be able to plug a game series that's loved by everybody, you know, into their new IP that they got is a perfect way to keep that game Good relevant. Time. 
Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm super pumped. Uh, you know, you're getting a Borderlands on on, on the current gen and with the with a new engine because yes. you know they, they they launched a new engine for uh, for Battleborn that I'm sure they're going to use because you could t- you know when you play Battleborn you pretty much just want to stop it and you want and, it to be Borderlands and want it to be Borderlands because it is a very pretty game and it looks like Borderlands mm-hmm. so you just wish it was Borderlands and so I can't wait to see this because you're thinking you know we love Borderlands too. We love Borderlands, and you know, to, thinking about what they could do with the with the not you know the current systems and and the power that these systems have, we were impressed with their gun generation system back in, on the PS3. Oh, it's amazing! It was unlike anything we've ever seen. Imagine what they could do now. I can't wait. I cannot wait. And I'm just gonna throw it out there. By then, we should have PlayStation Neo, PlayStation 4.5, whatever the hell they're gonna call this update, which is gonna have more RAM, better GPU, better processor, and they're gonna allow the developers to make two versions of the game: a Neo version and a regular version. So I'm hoping Borderlands jumps on that bandwagon and makes even a higher end version of it that we can run. They better. Yeah, because uh, I mean, I'm not gonna get a Neo anytime soon, but yeah, but by the end of 2017, who knows what we're going to do. We have a PlayStation 5. All of our PlayStations could be broke by then once they release a bad firmware yeah, update on purpose. Once comes out. Yeah. <sighs> but yeah, guys, chime in on the forums, bxap.com. Let us know if you're excited for Borderlands 3 as much as we are. I need some claptrap in my life because I got the clap and I need some help. But that's you about probably, it. You should probably see a doctor for that. Yeah, probably, but uh, before I do that, that's going to wrap up the news, guys. And we got a very special event, a first-time event. It's something that's been months in the making. Months. We've stumbled upon a very secretive community (laughs) that is on a level of knowledge that we have never experienced before. The secretiveness. Liz, similar to the shape-shifting lizard people that live under the ground. Illuminati. Sim, simil, similar to Illuminati. Similar to the elite group that run the Juggalos, <laughs> the insane clown posse themselves. <laughs> we have reached that level of of intricacy and secretive with this community, and we're excited to breach it and break it and talk about it here. And we're going to bring it around every once in a while because we don't want to get on anybody's radar and get sniped while you know, we're out in public. But here it is. We're calling it Chops is game reviews. That's right, bitches. Now, take a seat in your nice crushed velvet chair. Put on a robe and listen to some crazy. Go free balling. These are video game reviews prior to their release. From from future. From bestbuy.com, bitches. This <laughs> is some gold shit. Let me tell you. Gold shit, literally. Let me tell you. It's yeah, got the it's, it is gold shit. Typically, when a game gets released, Jay, when can you review it? Would you would you say that this is uh, considered hot garbage? Oh, it! If hot garbage was encased in gold, <laughs> this is gold hot garbage. I like it. Anyways, um, t- typically you would uh, your reviews should hit it, depending on embargoes and things like that. You should really see reviews hitting. When the game comes out. Wrong. For BestBuy.com, you can review a game as soon as the pre-order's up. And I'm going to tell you about these games. So, I'm going to start with a, a two this week. Uh, these were too good not to put on here. The games are already out, unfortunately. But I dated these reviews so you know that they were out before the game was released. So, the first one up is Pocken Tournament. The title is... is Pocken Tournament, anyone? This was... 
released November 19th, 2015. Way before the release date of this game. <laughs> Holy shit. Here's the review. Looking forward to this game. Hopefully it's what a as, good review. Hopefully it's as great as the Pokemon Stadium for the N64, <laughs> if not better. The graphics most definitely will be. <laughs> not to mention with the first run, we'll include an exclusive Shadow Mewtwo Amiibo card. So excited. That's a review. That's insightful. That's an insightful review. But, <laughs> but and and I went with this one first because it encapsulates whatever. It imagines our whole thought process in this by the comment that someone left on this review. <laughs> How can you rate something that's not even out yet? And just so you know, it's nothing like Pokemon Stadium. It's the Mortal Kombat. It's it's like Mortal Kombat, but with Pokemon. It's a fighting game, not a Pokemon battling game. I like that person roasted that kid up. I, I like that person too. Next next review for Bo- Pocket Tournament. It definitely looks better than a game released in 1997. <laughs> this, I hope so. This review came out February 6th, 2016. So quite a bit after. No, actually not quite a bit. It's only a couple months. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is this also for Pocket? Title, this is also for Pocket. Title, good. Review, good. Excellent. Very good. Love it. Fantastic. Love it. <laughs> Again, this game isn't out yet at the time of this review. It's it's oh. like it's like uh it's like a mom wrote that, but a mom that's like ignoring her kid, like, oh yeah, good. Uh-huh. Fantastic. Good, yeah. great. Love it. Love it. Mom, great. look at the drawing great. I made. Yeah, yeah. it's great. Yeah. yeah, no, you're not looking. No, mom, it's fantastic. Mom, mom, type of review for this Pokemon game. Oh, good, great. Excellent. I loved it. I've got two more for Pocket Tournament. Oh. This one's titled Best Wii U Pokemon Game Ever. <laughs> it's the only one. This isn't came it? out five days after the last one, Fe- uh, February 11th. <laughs> I've been looking forward to playing this game. All the playable characters are great, and the gameplay looks epic. I'll probably play Mewtwo, Braxen, Weevil, and if I get the Amiibo card, Shadow Mewtwo, the most of all the Pokemon. Even better than SSB4, best Wii U Pokemon game ever. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, to be fair, even before you play it by saying it's the best Wii U Pokemon game ever, that is a correct review. It is, but to be fair, you can't play as Mewtwo, so good job. Yeah. So the, the last review for this game, man, why came Only out? Shadow Mewtwo came out March fifteenth. So this was just before the game came out. Yeah, it's titled "Works Good." I have yet to play the game, but I've seen many gameplay videos, and the game looks amazing. <laughs> Thanks for the review, young man. Wow. That's the review of that. So, uh, and, and to top it off, I'm going to do one for the Xbox fans, just because because we love Xbox. I hate Xbox, and no, there really wasn't any good games out to review, but I felt this was appropriate because of the shittiness of it. <laughs> and this was for Quantum Break. This is a review that happened March 27th, titled Awesomeness. <laughs> this could definitely be the game changer for the console. The game is original, <laughs> no remaster, and looks to show the power of the Xbox One. <laughs> It did oh, exactly opposite of that. Oh, boy, that person was disappointed. Oh, oh 100% disappointed. <laughs> I bet that kid made some sort of bad bet with his friends, like, Quantum Break is going to be amazing, <laughs> and if I'm wrong, I'm going to hit myself in the dick with a controller. <laughs> and, like, that kid's like, no, and it that, wasn't good. He's, like, defending it. He's defending it. No, it's the best game. It's way better than anything else. And now you go to YouTube, and he's viral for hitting himself with a controller. <laughs> Uh, now I have more, but I feel like this is a good taste. 
let you guys simmer on that for oh, the yeah, next time. The Illuminati might be onto us, so we gotta stay. <laughs> but listen, we gotta cut I'm more concerned about the Juggalos being onto us. <laughs> I will give a teaser and say that in the list of No Man's Sky and Uncharted Four are in there. So mm, those tasty, are two games tasty. that aren't yet out yet. Uh, I think I've seen Jay write a couple of reviews about No Man's Sky. He's been yes. on the the Best Buy website going, "Best game ever made." <laughs> <laughs> I've played the whole game and I visited all the planets and I went to the center of the galaxy and then I found nothing. I love this game. All I'm gonna say is, uh, pick this game up right now because it's fantastic. <laughs> That's it. Do it. Oh, go man. ahead and try. I want people to go to the store and try. Oh man, you should go pick it up. So, to so be fair, I- someone did text me asking where they if to go. Like, hey, did you pick up No Man's Sky yet? And I was like, no, dude, because it's not out for two months. <laughs> what? Here, here's my hope. If you wanna, if you wanna help spread the good name of BX8B. Write a crazy <laughs> review, yeah, of a game and then you throw yet. a hashtag BX8B. Go yeah. on some game that's coming out. So uh, you know, when, uh, on BestBuy.com. Yeah, BestBuy.com. Go to Metroid Prime Federation Force. Ooh, I need to look up that one. And and go ahead and write some sort of wild review and hashtag BX8B, and we will read it here and see if see if anyone picks up on your trolling. Oh, I like it. I really. I like will that. say that like some of the comments of like people these people's reviews. Are just like me, just straight up. Oh, I'm me. sure they're terribly. Mean. And like, I feel bad because some people just don't know. They just don't understand. Like, you probably shouldn't talk on the internet. I assume you're going to get yelled at. I assume they're mostly children, or you know, this is you have this, to create an account though to review, don't you? Oh, I think so. Children are crafty. There these was days, na- they had usernames. No, they didn't. Oh, okay. Children, children are much. Oh, I know they probably than, did. I just no, didn't put them on I there. Never they mind. Did, they did. Yeah. Some of them were really weird too. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, so All that's right, well, my little yeah. game review section. Chops games re- game reviews. <laughs> It'll be coming back soon, guys. All right, future future reviews. <laughs> now that we've gotten past that uh, that genius <laughs> that was, we're gonna get into some uh, emails, I think. And uh, here we go, emails. You write them, we read them. It's time for emails on Bit by Eight Bit. All right, guys, here we go. This is where you send in your questions to info at bxap.com. You hit us up on social media, BXAP Gaming, or you leave the questions in the forum at bxap.com. And we're going to get started with Sci-Fi AJ Chime. No, 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 no. With Button Masher Caleb. Oh, yeah. the notorious BMC. BMC. They were both in the Dread last night, so I'm getting their names mixed up, I guess, because I was pissed at both of them. <laughs> Just kidding. Just no. but just, just but mesh Caleb. Just but mesh Caleb. He was asking too many car questions. Yeah, shut <sighs> up. Buy goddamn car. <laughs> yeah. All right. Here we go. Hello, fellow humans. I have been bitten by the division. Bug. Told you I'm human. Is he an alien? By Told the, you that I'm human. I have been bitten by the division bug and even made excuses for some of the lacking features at release. Yeah. I was excited for the April 12th update and uh, Braden, aka Invalid. And I have really been enjoying it. We tried the new challenge mission, and it is so difficult that the developers haven't even beaten it. But being determined, gamers, we used a gl- but being determined, gamers, we used a glitch that was available to beat it. And now Ubisoft is saying it wants to punish players who use the glitch because it is against their terms. One. No one reads those things. And two, why would a gaming company punish and blame players for using an open door that they left open instead of admitting that they didn't code it correctly and fix it? 
They are taking about they are talking about a three day ban. I think this is a great way to get people to stop playing for good. Your thoughts, game on. First of all, I think we've said this many, many times to you, even from the first questions that you've sent into this podcast. They're first, too long. No, first of all. Just stop being a cheater. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the first question you ever sent to us, I think I called you out for being a cheater and said stop. And it was like, it was like, born or something. It was cheating? Witcher, I think, oh, like Witcher. generating money in Witcher oh, or yeah. something. Like, it may not be his first question, but I remember calling him out big time for being a cheater. Stop being a cheater. Don't cheat. You won't get banned. There's, a, there's terms. There's there are, terms there to terms. every there game. Are, and I agree to that on a point. Because Ubisoft has to fix their game <laughs> yeah, before absolutely. they can just start banning shit. Yeah. Like, like, there's so many problems with this game when it came out that putting the blame on your fans isn't the isn't the answer to it. Not only that, but I, and I may be incorrect at this moment in time, but as of yesterday, <laughs> no one has beaten the challenge mode legitimately of, legitimately yeah. of the incursion because it's too hard. Yeah. So, and on top of that, you get that glitch that gives you like. Max damage, that's out. Right. Yeah. So like, no, on, yeah. on top of someone bumping out of the level and going around your game because it's too hard, they're in the dark zone, bumping out of the level, powering up, bumping in, shooting somebody, bumping, in, bumping back out. The thing about bumping out of the wall, and what you're doing is you're like glitching out of the wall, so that you can you're you're on the other side of the wall. You, they can't hit you, but you can hit them. Mm-hmm. And the issue is, is that that glitch has existed in the game since day one. Yeah, you could glitch with the uh, with the shield riot or something like that. You could glitch through anything, any like form of cover. You could glitch through. So they just took a bug that you've had for fucking since day one and found a use for it. Like to ban them now is silly because these are the people that you should be thanking to pointing out well, huge yeah, flaws yeah. that your testing team exactly. didn't find. Now, 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 get this: in Destiny, when we played the raid the other day, we found a glitch because of our friend Brian that allowed us to go outside the game and explore the the background and the the heart of the game, and that was really cool because yeah. it allowed us to see some of the the makeup of these parts of this of this raid that you know you don't see the behind the scenes. It had no impact on gameplay. No. And those are cool glitches. Granted, once we were in the glitch, we were stuck, and then Brian didn't tell us until afterwards, and he laughed at us. Yes. Um, that sounds like Brian. But, but that kind of glitch is okay. And and if and if Destiny or Bungie was to come down and like yell at players for that, like that'd be ridiculous. But like these gl- like I I understand Ubisoft glitches exist. They're always going to exist. Someone's always going to find something that's going to fuck up your game. But you shouldn't be leaving glitches that directly affect your gameplay of there of them without fixing them immediately. When Bungie found out that there was a glitch to get under a strike and complete it without having to do it because it was hard, they got rid of it probably within like a few weeks. And they then they toned down that mission and made it a little bit easier. So people weren't more incent there wasn't as much incentive to use the glitch. Like there's ways to go around this that that punish and reward players for what they're doing. And what Ubisoft is doing is not the proper way of doing it. Yeah. First of all, banning anybody is just... You're just asking for those people to be jaded and just leave your game, yeah. never to come back. Uh, and, and and you don't want to do that because you could start a snowball effect where your game dies because of it. And at the same time, if you're going to ban people without fixing your problem, that's even worse. Okay? If you fix the problem 
and then want to warn people maybe that that you know you have breached the terms and this is your warning yeah if and that if you next time along when the next the next loot cave type thing happens or whatever you know you participate you could be in you know in the red and at that point you could get a three day ban or even banning the people who and 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 I think this is smart. People who have streamed and documented and recorded their gameplay and have shown that they've been using the glitch for malicious intent on the game, those people you should ban. Those yeah. are gloaters and those are cheaters and those are people who don't care about the repercussions of what they're doing. Yeah. Those people you should ban. Those are those are the people those are the people that caused so many other people to try the glitch. Okay. Right. In this day and age of social media and all and, and all this stuff, the people that helped teach other people how to do it. Those are the ones you should hold accountable, you know? If you see a video on YouTube, you know, tie that account to a PSN account or whatever and get and, and knock them for, exactly. you know. But again, like again, I, I don't think it's a big deal. I think you need to fix your game. Balance your game. Fix your other your and here's the problem. They've released some patches to try to correct, you know, certain issues and then because of it, people found new glitches because of it, which is why you're the DPS thing is now all of a sudden where I can have a million DPS on a gun, go into the dark zone, and just no, no one will touch me. I'll one hit people and just steal all their loot. You know, again, it, it now you now you have a glitch. Okay, don't worry about your fucking your fucking raid at this point. You have a glitch now that takes the whole dark zone, which let's be honest is your in-game content, and makes it irrelevant. No one even wants to set foot in there because if they're a legitimate player, they have no chance in hell of ever getting out of there with anything good. Period. So. Why don't you worry about fixing your game in multiple aspects instead of worrying about what you're going to do to the people that have, you know, cheated the system in your in your eyes? It's over. It's done with. Fix your game. Move on. Yeah. All right. With that being said, Brayton chimes in. He says, to glitch or not to glitch? That is the question. It's human nature to find an easier way to accomplish something. Mm -hmm. From cooking fast food faster to beating a level faster and easier. Seriously, who hasn't gone off the map in Crota to speed up the raid? I know I have. What the hell is Ubisoft thinking by threatening to ban people who find and use Ubisoft's mistakes as an advantage? It's absolute bullshit to threaten their player base like this because of something they left broken. Objects may be closer than they appear. Brayden. Now, I, absolutely. Now, yeah, I completely agree. And, and like in, in Destiny's case, they've had many glitches. They had for the first raid, you can knock the final boss off of the platform and then beat him. Right. They had that same thing with and they Crota. they fixed it. They, yeah, they, now, granted, they recognized it, for one. They recognized it and said, we've noticed players doing this, blah, blah, blah. Look out, because you're not going to be able to do that but much longer. Did, how did they recognize it? You just said. How did they recognize it? It was from streamers. By people playing Yeah, by it. people playing Just like what's happening now. Yeah, and then they patched it, and they fixed yeah. it. You know, same thing with, like... Um, you know, melting Skolas with the Galahorn. Like, they, yeah. they, there's, there's gameplay elements that you can either turn into a positive for your gaming experience or negative and I think in the comparison of these two big companies and this game that's supposed to be the Destiny killer they're doing they're the bad guy of the situation and Destiny Bungie is the good guy of the situation so like you know sure glitch whatever cheat you'll you'll get your time to do it and then you won't have it for very long these days with games but at the same time I'm not a person that's going to go out there and do that you know, we did it on, on Bloodborne for a little bit because we thought it'd be fun. But then you just played the game normal, like like. But it didn't have an, an adverse effect on anyone else. You right, know, exactly. it was your own experience. Yes. 
So when you're getting a multiplayer game like this and it's adver- and it's adversely affecting other players, uh, it's not something I'm going to do because I don't want to be that kind of player. Brayden, I don't think any less of you, but at the same time, it's everyone's game style. Yeah. Again, I think if you're going to run a raid and you're going to uh, alter the way you run the raid to try to get drops, you're not necessarily affecting people unless you're taking that gear directly that makes you higher than other players illegitimately and then running into the dark zone and trying to gain something from killing them. Right. You know, then then you're an asshole. But uh, this other glitch has even made that not even matter. You could run the raid as much as you want. If someone's going to power up their gun past a million DPS... It doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter what you have. Uh, with that, he has a follow-up, though. And he says simply this. With the death of Prince last week... I have decided to recalibrate some things in life. First off, my th- my theory that Noah told the unicorns the Ark was leaving at 6 and it actually left at 5 isn't quite panning out. So seriously, what the hell is up with the Division? I haven't cleaned out the litter box in like 4 weeks. The cat is literally dumping on my floor and these jackoffs can't patch their shit. I get dropped like a dead hooker in DZ in, in, in Dark Zone Zero One. Dark Zone Zero One is the lowest dark zone in the game. Okay, it's it's where you're supposed to go when you're like leveled like I don't know ten to fifteen or something like that. Elites are gang banging my asshole, and I saw three guys running in place like Sherman, like Richard Sherman's Richard Simmons sweating to the fucking <laughs> oldies. When is Ubisoft going to get off their dead asses and stop blaming the gamers for their premature ejaculations? Suck a what, Brayden? My lord. First off, you need to do something about the cat feces. Yeah, that's a little girl. <laughs> that needs to be handled first and foremost. You got children. You got children. Think of the children. Clearly you have a cat that probably is calling out for attention. You need to deal with the cat feces first, first and foremost. <sighs> yeah. And then Ubisoft needs to deal with the feces of their game. <laughs> yeah. I think we've already covered this. Ubisoft needs to get off their ass, fix this shit, and if they don't know how, they have, what, three or four developing like companies or, or whatever, squadrons of their company like involved in this? Figure it out. Fix it. Fast. Now, I will say that he he, he brought up a point of, like, why are so many people drawn to this game still, you know? And it's curious to me, like the it means that there's a shell of a good game there. There's something at the heart of the the, the division that drives people like Destiny drove us. Well, there is. I put in 55 yeah. hours into this game, not because it was bad. It was a good game. It's just in the end, I started to kind of see that this was going in a direction that I wasn't excited about. Did I think it was going to go off the deep end like this? No. I, like this is far beyond what I expected. But I kind of saw like, uh oh, this is not balanced very well. Right. And then once you found a glitch, it really, really showed how unbalanced this game is. So, yeah, Ubisoft needs to get their act together or they're going to be in trouble here real quick with a dead game. All right, next question up is from Sci-Fi AJ. First of all, thanks for the question, Braden. Thank you, Braden. All right, question is a Comic-Con question. Who on the Motor City Comic-Con guest list for next weekend are you most likely to wait in line? It's two weeks away, right? I think it's two weeks away. Two weeks away. Uh, are you most likely to wait in line to meet and be willing to spend money to get a pick with or an autograph from? In general, when meeting celebs, do you guys think a pick or an autograph is the better? Which one is the better route if you could only choose one? Um, I personally like to wait in line for like the comic book artists. So like a couple years back, Scotty Young 
was at Motor City Comic Con, and he does a lot of the uh, Marvel Baby uh, designs, and I just I, I like his art style. So I um, there wasn't even when I got there there wasn't a line. He had just come back from like a lunch, so I walked up and and got got some uh, some of his artwork prints autographed and shook his hand, got a picture with him, and he did it all like I I gave him some money for the prints, but he did everything else for free, which was cool. By the time I turned around, he had a line of like fifty people. So I was like, "Whew, cool! That worked out." If I had to pick a celeb, though, I, I mean, the Green Ranger is uh, intriguing because I do have some cool comic books. Jason just, David Frank. Jason David Frank. Yeah, I just picked up some cool comic books um, of the the Zero edition of the new Power Rangers series uh, that came out. I wouldn't mind him signing the Green Ranger one that I have. But uh, I'm not a big thing about the pictures. I don't really like. I just don't really care that much. Like I'm not gonna frame it and hang it. You know, like it's just not not useful. I'd rather have something that's uh, more of like like a photograph of him in his suit or a comic book or something like that, autographed by him. What about you guys? I'm not waiting for anybody. <laughs> I really could. Lou Ferrigno. I didn't wait for Lou Ferrigno. I went up when nobody was there. Yeah, and, and he was should... counting and he was counting his money, yep. which is the worst time to walk up to somebody. <laughs> um, and like, I I kind of like the picture idea because it's like, cool. This is a moment I get to remember, you know, meeting an idol or meeting someone I really like, and and you know, sharing in that moment. But at the same time, like, I I have a signed piece of artwork from the guy who draws the Invincible comic, and I love that a lot more because of the artwork. I appreciate a lot more. So so as far as an actors and celebs go. I mean, I wouldn't even want anything from them. It would just be artists and writers. I think a photo would be cool if, like, like some of my friends, when Norman Reedus was here a few years back, uh, they went into a liquor store mm-hmm. after, you know, Comic-Con was closed. They went into a liquor store, and he was there. Right. So he was rocking a Detroit hat, you know, an old English D hat and everything, and he put his arms around him, and they took a picture. Right. That's cool. That's cool. I think going to a show and getting this just, like, uh, you know, like, she, like cow slaughter line where it's like okay get yeah, in here cow take slaughter a, line t- you're getting their headshots t- yeah, that have been take used. shot okay move out take yeah. shot okay move out you know and like it's just not special like I don't feel like there's a memory to be had there what about you Ethan limousine riding <laughs> jet flying kiss stealing wheeling dealing son of a gun woo I'm excited to meet the nature boy Ric Flair you're going to wait in line for him? Absolutely. I am going to meet Ric Flair. Okay. What are you going to tell him? I'm Ric Flair. You come meet me. I'm just smiling, signing a, a piece of thing. What are you going to say to me? Oh, man. I don't even really know. Like, I okay, haven't move been, on, please. I haven't been. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what's going to happen. That's, that's, if you hesitate, you're I'll done. I'll have that long line to think about it. I think you really should uh, just go in. That's the worst time to think I about think, it. I think your intro that you just came into at the show here is what you should do with Ooh. him. No, the whole the thing. Whole thing. <laughs> the whole I thing. spent more money in one night on spilt liquor than you make in an entire year. Exactly. I want him to say just, that. You're just going to quote lines from him I'm the whole time? I'm just going to, alligator shoes, <laughs> a watch, a Rolex watch, so many diamonds, it shines so bright, I can't even tell the time. Okay. Ric Flair. Yeah, so you do that and I think you might actually get something out of him. Too many people just go up and be like, I like you as a wrestler. And then he signs, he's like, cool, move on. Oh, yeah. All I want, I will stand in line for hours just to share a woo with him. If, if him and I woo back and forth, that's all I need. Okay. Well, are you going to get an autograph or are you going to get a picture? I'm thinking do? autograph. Okay. I, because here's the thing. Rick's in his like mid-60s and looks like he's on the, the 
the waiting room for death. <laughs> like, like China. China was supposed to be there. China just died last week. Rest, yeah, and rest all in the, peace. And I'm just thinking, like, Rick, you just got to make it a couple weeks. You <laughs> oh, just got to make it, Rick. Like, I want to meet Ric Flair. I met, you know, as, as excited as I am to meet Ric Flair, I met Ozzy Osbourne one time, and it was like uh, I was uh, I was taken backstage before a concert to meet Ozzy Osbourne. And it was like, oh, what do, I, what do I say to Ozzy Osbourne? Like, I'm a huge Ozzy fan. Jason's bought me several Ozzy Osbourne, like, memorabilia sort of things. Um, and I just stood... And this was, like, the best celebrity encounter ever. For, like, when you when you think about being shoved through those lines, you get the, like, hey, kid, thanks for coming. Here's your autograph. See you later. When I met Ozzy, you get to write something on a piece of paper and he'll sign it. Like, he, they write your name down and he signs whatever you want. He looked at mine and he couldn't, like, he started writing it and then he realized he didn't write it right. And he smears the Sharpie all over my backstage pass <laughs> with saliva from his thumb and then rewrites. I go, that was the most Ozzy Osbourne thing that could happen. His saliva is all over my pass. And I was like, Ozzy, you know, I just, it's really nice to meet you. I'm a really big fan. I love your music. And I'm, you know, very excited to meet you. He's like, oh, it's nice to meet you too. You know, like mumbling and stuff. He smelled amazing. He smelled amazing. He smelled amazing. And so then I like, you know, you know, humbly go and stand next to him like a little nerd for my picture and he reaches out and grabs me and starts like shaking me like we're taking a picture you know like with excitement i'm like oh my god ozzy osborne's <laughs> embracing me as a person uh so i know meeting rick flair would never be like that uh but i you know i, I can hope i can hope i can share a woo with rick flair here's hoping that they remember to not put up the china sign <laughs> get the motor city like no i have one a knew. feeling that they yeah. might forget that yeah, China's all over and stuff. Like, guys, we should have changed the literature. All right, and then uh, second second part to AJ's sci-fi AJ's question is: uh, I love the teas that you got that you guys got from uh, on the website. Uh, I picked them up last time I was out that way. Are any other designs in the pipeline? Question mark. Insert Mario pipe sound here, Ethan. That's your job. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, Sci-Fi AJ was texting me about Juggalos on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, yeah. I got distracted. <laughs> so so um, while we're answering a question from him, he's texting me. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, we do have some more designs uh, in the pipeline. Uh, all I can say is there might be a... With the with okay, I'm just gonna I'm gonna throw it out there. Fuck it. Don't if, do it. Don't do it. If the if the the director of retail gets mad at me here, I don't, don't care. Do it. Fuck him. That's here the spirit. Is. Here no it is. What? No here what? It is. No what? No what? We are, it is today that the Rocket League update is coming out, and I will announce that we are releasing a very special Rocket League t-shirt yeah. that you can't miss. It is super cool. We spent some time on the design. I like it a lot, um, the, and I, I give a lot of credit to Jazzy. Jazzy came up with the idea, and I said, yeah, that sounds good. I'll help you with it. And then next time I came over, he's like, well, you'll probably need to fix it, but what do you think of this? And I was like, dude. That looks great. I don't think I need to do anything to it. So um, it looks fantastic. We're, we're going to be working on that uh, this week to uh, to start the production of it. Hopefully we'll have some pictures for you guys soon. So stay tuned if you are a Rocket League fan. And we do have some other stuff in the pipeline. So, guys, in the next uh, couple months here, we'll be really getting uh, a good a good solid line of some designs out there. All right. Sci-Fi AJ, thank you for the question, buddy. And... Next up, uh, we have Xander. Oh, I hope it's about Dengar. <laughs> Here we go. If you were in charge of casting for a live-action Pokemon, who would you cast, and what Pokemon would they play? John Candy as Snorlax. He's dead. John Candy <laughs> as Snorlax. 
Chris Farley as Snorlax. Oh, two. All, he's dead too. Chris Farley as Snorlax. <laughs> what about a younger Jonah Hill as Snorlax? Mm, Are we just going to pick on the obese of Hollywood right now? I just always go for... The first thing I go to... When you, when everyone says pick something for, for Pokemon, I go to Snorlax for some reason. You're like, what Pokemon would you fuck? I'm like, Snorlax. Like, <laughs> I don't know why. I want Nicolas Cage to play Staryu. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear God. Because in the Pokemon anime, like most Pokemon oh. say their name, no Staryu goes, Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Nick Cage is starting. Oh, oh boy. Oh, uh, who else? I've got I've got Keanu Reeves as Alakazam. <laughs> <laughs> He's just real spacey sometimes. Can we have Rosie O'Donnell in blackface playing oh, Jinx? Jinx? There you go. <laughs> no, I think that'd be more Nicki Minaj's Jinx. Uh, I like the oh, Rosie man. O'Donnell in blackface. <laughs> Oh man! Can um, we can we have uh, and I might get in tr- I might get shot for this, but I'm gonna do it anyways. Can we get um, can we get Birdman as Deli Bird? Birdman? 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 Yeah, Birdman. I don't yeah. I don't know if you guys have caught on to his uh, his little uh, showdown he had on on a uh, radio show recently, but he he's been in the news lately because of some of his uh, words he used. But uh, check it out on on YouTube. What, what was Birdman saying? Oh yeah, he he, he the rapper. Birdman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had some issues with uh, with some some pretty basic English words. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Birdman. Oh, yeah. Boy. Um, but nonetheless, him as Delibird. Oh, yeah. I'd get I'd get behind that. Who would make a good Magmar? Oh, Lindsay Lohan is Magmar. <laughs> like the real drugged out Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> the real drugged out. Got the red hair and the, the duck lips like from all the Botox. Yeah. Woo, okay. All right. Who would Miley, wanna, Cy- Miley Cyrus I was thinking be? lick a tongue for a second there because her tongue is so Miley? weird, but that's not big I enough. I can see it. Oh man, that, that's a good question. I could, we should, we should spend some time and look at and look. I don't want to spend some time Look at Pokemon and try to try to tie them oh, to so some cast. Boy. What? Um. Okay. Just I want to throw one more Pokemon. That's fine. That, Go for that, it. And I want you guys to come up with a celebrity for it. So, um, let's let's throw out Shuckle. <laughs> <laughs> Who would be Shuckle? Who's the most mundane and worthless? It'd be it'd be Dana Carvey playing that turtle character. <laughs> In the Masters of Disguise. Shuckle. Shuckle. I can see that. Tur- the turtle guy from Masters of Disguise is pretty good. <sighs> All right. That's, that That leads us up to the best for last, guys. Oh, no, I got one real quick. Oh, you got one. Okay. <laughs> oh, another Pokemon? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, 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 LMFAO, the two guys from there playing Hitmonchan and Hitmonlee. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the question, Xander. <laughs> Moving on for the best for last. Donald Trump is Garbodor. Oh. <laughs> or Muck. John Pile of Garbage. <laughs> Ooh, Ted Cruz. What is Ted Cruz? Ted Cruz has to be Hypno, because that's just real creepy. Oh! Yes! Real creepy. Yes. That's an amazing one. Straight up creepster. Who would Hillary be? <laughs> now Hillary? We're going- oh, man. She reminds me of a bird for some reason. Nido Queen? Poison? She reminds me of like a shitty bird. What's the worst bird Pokemon name? She's going to be like a Pidgeotto. Pidgeotto. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Do we have one for Bernie then since we're doing this? Bernie? 
Oh, Bernie's like Smeagol or, or Mr. Smeagol. Mime. Mr. Mime. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mime. <laughs> oh, man, Bernie. Okay. All right. We really got to move on now. Okay. So, best for last. Gigi's in the house, guys. And he says, Sup, boners. It's your boy, Dirty Dylan. I know Jay is hyped to play <laughs> Federation Force. There was a few words in front of that. Metroid Prime? <laughs> it might have been. But I know he also wants a real Metroid game. So. Would you drink a glass of chocolate milk with a bit of cat diarrhea in it to get a sequel for Metroid Fusion? It's just a little squirt from a cat with your Hershey's <laughs> and milk. Drink of DD. Oh, so, man. So, so you have a cat. So let's just say that... You have two cats. Let's just say Samus. Your, your cat name is Samus. You just squeeze it a little bit, and a little bit of poop, a little bit of squirty poop came into your chocolate milk. And if you chug that 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 oh. ten ounce glass no, of milk no, no, down, no, 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 you have to sip. You have to take one sip first. No, no, so you no, taste no. it no. and then drink it. No, 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 no. no drink it no. any way you want. No, okay. You said to drink a slam glass it? of chocolate milk. Yeah, you can slam it, but it has cat diarrhea in you're it. You're talking like you're talking like a like a drop. No, I a little squirty. Like it's a squirty. It's not one drop. Is it like that Mio thing where like you squirt into water to flavor it? Then yeah, yeah. I think that's I think that's an accurate amount of cat diarrhea. Ugh. I think that's what Dylan would want. And I get a sequel to Metroid Fusion. So you can call it Metroid Five for all you want. Could it, it has to be? It, it's a sequel to like it's a it's a old style side side. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, man, I'm having, like, chest pains thinking about this. It's, it's hard decision. Someone squeeze a little bit of cat diarrhea and some tasty chocolate milk. But can I, like, is the chocolate milk, like, like great chocolate milk? It's good chocolate milk. You probably will taste the cat diarrhea, but it's, it's good chocolate it's milk. It's Guernsey's chocolate milk. Is it enough diarrhea that I'm going to die from it? No, no, you will not die from You it. wouldn't die from cat diarrhea. You yeah. just get, it's probably really sick. <laughs> Are you, how are you an expert on this, Chops? <laughs> I was assuming that... Uh, <laughs> I've dabbled you eat, in the cat diarrhea before. You eat, there's poop everywhere. So, you know, <laughs> if you eat a salad, there's probably poop on it. There's yeah. probably poop on this microphone right now. There's probably poop on your lips. There is poop on my lips. Oh. Give me the chocolate milk. Give it to me. I, drink will, I would drink it. Yeah. If it guaranteed me a uh, fusion Get sequel. Reggie fils on the phone. <laughs> yeah. I would drink it. And how I would drink it is, I literally would just I would Boone's farm it like like he like he does with his and, and just open up the throat and just slam it down and hope to God I don't taste anything. But, but I'll tell after you this, it's in your stomach, you drink that yeah, whole glass of milk. You, you know you there's diarrhea in your stomach knowing for sure. Poop, knowing there's shit in my stomach actually I, doesn't I, bother me. It's the it's you no know, it's tasting it and then like I said, as long as I'm not getting like. Deathly sick over this. I will deal with I it. Regret, You'll get very sick, which is not deathly sick. I regret every time I chug a bottle of Laboon's Farm because it's too much sugar in my belly. Yes. So I will tell you, yes. there are comp- How there often are, consequences are you chugging Boone's Farm? I used, to okay, do it I, I used to do it in parties because people didn't believe that I could chug a bottle of Boone's Farm in like 12 to 14 seconds. I think it was faster than that. Um, I've seen you chug some things. That's and, and I've done it twice in one night once. Oh. And that's worst, how I became a diabetic. Worst mistake in my life. Yeah, absolutely. So, was it prune had, flavored I, I had to farm? vomit. It was like there was the blue coconut one, oh, I okay. think, and yeah. then like a different one. All right, GD. So yeah, give me the give me the chocolate milk. I, I'll do it if it means I get a. Uh, that's how much I love I love Samus and I love Metroid. Uh, I would do it. You would eat Samus poop if I got a new Metroid. If I got a new Metroid game, yes. 
That's dedication. We need to see if we can get Reggie Feesman on the phone and see if we can be like Reggie. This guy's willing to drink Reggie, cat diarrhea. We've got we've game. got the next <laughs> Nintendo the Direct re- live stream for you. <laughs> this man, one cup, one cat, one game. Oh God! All right, thanks, DD, for the question. And uh, that wraps it up for emails, guys. Make sure to send in all of your emails to info at bxab.com. Uh, hit them up at the uh, forum at bxab.com. So come hang out with us, chat, chit-chat with us, talk about video games or other nerdy things. You can find us on all the social media outlets at BXAB Gaming, and that is on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch. We're everywhere, guys. So come hang out. And uh, don't forget to check out the stream Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and now Wednesdays. If you guys missed the first episode of Brick Bitch, uh, it will be airing uh, tomorrow, and you'll be able to catch Jade building another Lego uh, structure, probably from the Star Wars sets. So, uh, yeah, guys, check that out. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Detroit Beer Collective. Go to DetroitBeerCollective.com. Spend $25 or more on your order. Use the offer code BXAB for 20% off. That's right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to check out our other show, The Legend of Retro, which airs on Thursdays. You can check out both shows on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Overcast, and, of course, BXAP.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next week. And as always, Game Game on! on!